live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. It is time. It is 11 a.m. Eastern Time from the Live Free or Die Granite State of New Hampshire. Today is April 21st, year of our Lord 2021, and you are watching live from America with your ever so humble, God-fearing, but God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell, and thank you. So very much for giving me the first hour of your day. I know things are a little different right now. I know there's a lot of people who, no matter <clears throat> how many emails I send or no matter how many times I put post it on different social media sites, that just are lost right now. That don't know that I'm not doing lives on YouTube. And and the same thing was, you know, when when it first switched from Facebook to YouTube. And um, I just encourage you all that are watching, that are able to find uh, the the actual video, which is on Rumble, or um, the the podcast, which you can which you can access via my website at jeremyherald.com. I just want to encourage you to make sure that you do some extra sharing this week. Um, when they censor us, what do we do? We work harder. When they censor us, we work together. We unite and we are stronger and we do more work in order to get that word out there, in order to get the gospel out there, and in order to get the message and the truth out to the people. So if you guys could do that for me, for those who still seem to have a problem um, finding the show, I would very much appreciate uh, appreciate it. There's a lot of people out there who, um, you know, are just, just not tech savvy. And, uh, you know, if I didn't do this for a living, I wouldn't be tech savvy either. So it's, it's definitely not, uh, it's not your fault. We live in a world where things change so quick. It's really hard to keep up. And there's a lot of people who are, uh, you know, the older crowd out there that just, you know, isn't into all this computer stuff, this, that, and the other. They know very, they have a very few different things that they go to, a very few different platforms that they go to to get their news, and we just need to make sure that they're able to watch and listen as well. But remember, when all else fails, you just go to Jeremy Harrell, two R's and two L's, dot com, and uh, everything there should should direct you to where we are when these things happen. But here's some encouragement. We're not going to have to deal with this much longer. We're not. Because with with the big move to digital TV... Uh, coming next month, and uh, Frank's speech, and once that they can really stop the attacks from coming in, and the the live stream starts working there, it's going to be uh, we're we're going to be vindicated. Finally, the Lord is going to give us back what was taken from us. The Lord is going to give us back what we lost, and it's going to come in abundance, and our cup shall overfloweth. Can I get an amen? Thank you so very much. Okay, I want to give some shout outs today, and as you can see during uh, at the ticker below, I've I've started to add names, your names, into the ticker below. I think that's, I don't know why I wasn't doing that before, but it helps me, um, it helps you uh, see who the special shout outs go to or who the special thanks go to. And usually I re, uh, I do a, uh, a live shout out to people who are watching live. But since we're having a trouble with live, um, I, I have to do it this way, but you know what? We can always pivot. Like Bruce Lee said, be water, be water my friends. Always find another route when you're blocked. So having said that, let's give some morning shout outs today. I want to let you know that I have been getting an influx of Bibles. You guys have answered 
God's call and you are sending so many Bibles and I know they're expensive. Trust me. There are some folks who are sending boxes full of brand new Bibles um, and I know they're not cheap and I just want to thank you very much. You are doing the Lord's work. You are doing eternal work for God and that is far better than anything that you can ever do for anyone. So I just want to encourage you uh, to um, to reach out and give give Bibles to those who need. And if sending them here is the way we do it, then that's the way we'll, we'll do it. And uh, I'll just let you know that we are inventorying all of those Bibles and that when we get a nice system set up, we'll start sending them out to all those in need. And everybody who ever watches this show will make sure they have a Bible in their hands. Speaking of that, make sure you always have your Bible and or your Jesus Calling book if you're in a place where you're watching this video and you can sit down and relax and actually focus because it's nice to follow along. Anyway, I'd like to give a shout out to all of those people who are sending those Bibles. Very much appreciated. And uh, Dreama Wicks, I would like to thank you so very much from Virginia for the letter and the donation that you sent. I received it this morning. I actually have had it, I think, for a couple days. But uh, I, I only go and make trips to get the, the boxes and the letters that are sent, you know, ever so often. So, Adrema Wicks, thank you very much from Virginia. I very much appreciate the letter and the donation. Janice Smiley. Well, Janice Smiley, if you remember... Uh, I showed you a cup last week that was a that was a uh, like an orangish reddish kind of color, and it said Jeremy's Slurpee Cup, and we thought that was for Sabrina, so I took it home, and it's at the house for Sabrina. However, then Janice messages me and goes, "Wait a minute, wait a minute! I didn't mean to send that to Sabrina. That was meant to go to you. I don't know what I did, but here is one for your wife. So as you can see, babe, you have your own cup now called Sabrina's." coffee cup from the wonderful Janice Smiley. And to reassure Sabrina that this is her cup, even though it says her name on it, you turn it around and it says, not Jeremy's cup. <laughs> so thank you so much, Janice Smiley. I know that Sabrina will love that. Uh, she hasn't seen it yet. I just opened it, so I can't wait to get it to her. I'd also like to thank Sarah Ruffcorn for sending the card, the donation, and the the uh, the candy, the dum dums. Thank you so very much. I can never have enough of those. We fill buckets up, um, and and uh, trust me, I will never run out of Smarties and dum dums uh, here in this office. Not anymore. Not thanks to you guys. So thank you, Sarah Ruffcorn. And I also like to thank um, Angie Gamboa. Angie Gamboa sent me also some candy, but this also came in it as well, which is a chocolate cross. And I don't think I'll ever eat that. I think I'll put this right up on the wall, put it on the people's wall over there, which I'm running out of room, by the way. And uh, I think we're going to have to move the studio soon. Believe it or not, folks, uh, God gives an, abund an abundance. And you guys and, and your support has made it so that uh, we might have to move the studio soon because I don't think we have enough room. And, and I will let you also know that in, in, a, in a couple months... Once we get some of these other projects taken care of that I'm still working on, like the American Business Directory, the Bible Directory, uh, the new website just launched. So d definitely check out the new Nancy Pelosi. I mean, sorry, the new facelift, the new facelift that the website got. Check it out because uh, it's it's really nice. The way it's laid out is really nice. That was the first step. Now the next step is to get these directories in there, then to get the hats and the glasses that I uh, ordered in there for you, and then... Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to bring all of the apparel design, making, 
production and sending in-house um, and using some of your companies to help facilitate that for us so that we can literally make everything American-made and keep it right in our own little circle. And you'll get items from the store a lot quicker. And speaking of the store, make sure we have another nine days left to uh, try to rack up as much money as we can for family farmers. And everything you buy on there, we do send to family farms. Okay, let's get right to the verse of the day today. Um, I did not rely on an application Today, I did not rely on uh, the many different ways that I get daily verses in order to give the the Lord my time in the morning and to really spend time with God. So I got to the studio this morning and I said, you know what, Lord, let's do it like we do it usually once or twice a week. Help me find a verse in the Bible that the people need to hear. Help me find a verse that speaks through me, but to everybody that watches this show right now and later on and who listens to the podcast and help me understand what it is uh, that I am sharing with the people. And wouldn't you know it, I opened right up to Zechariah 10.2. So if you have your Bibles, please go to Zechariah 10.2. Different uh, translations will give you different words, but they all mean the same thing. And it says this, and it's truly incredible. It says, The idols speak deceitfully. Diviners see visions that lie. They tell dreams that are false. They give comfort in vain. Therefore, the people wander like sheep, oppressed for lack of a shepherd. I'll repeat it one more time. The idols speak deceitfully. Diviners see visions that lie. They tell dreams that are false. They give comfort in vain. Therefore, the people wander like sheep, oppressed for lack of a shepherd. So then I said, wow, how does that apply to today? I always want to try to do the way our Lord and Savior did it, and it's speaking parables. The reason why Jesus spoke in parables was so that we'd understand, and that's what I wrote. I wrote this. Jesus liked to speak in parables. He did that because it helped the people understand the true meaning of the gospel. When you read the above verse, which is what I sent out this morning, um, doesn't it sound like our politics today? Doesn't it sound like the Democrats in office today? They speak deceitfully. They see their visions for the world, and there are lies told to them by Satan. They tell you how things should be in their image, told to them by the devil himself. And you don't, and if you don't agree, then you are a racist, you are a bigot, or you are a terrorist. They give comfort to you by telling you to trust them, and they will take care of you. Trust the corrupt government. And you will be safe. It's exactly what that verse says. It is exactly what the first part of that verse says. It is incredible. That thousands of years ago, this was foretold and it still rings true today. Now, God-loving, hard-working Christian conservatives and common-sense Americans who realize the danger in everything that the elite are trying to do Wander like lost sheep, wondering what to do, wondering what can we do, waiting for our shepherd, President Trump, to come back and show them the way. However, we do not need to wait for President Trump. He is a leader, but he's not our shepherd. We have our shepherd right now. It's Jesus. We know what to do. We only need to read the gospel and follow our hearts. 
So many of us are doing just that and standing up for the unheard voices and voicing our concerns as well. Some of us are running to represent our communities with honor and integrity, with the compass of Christ. Let's keep the good work up by following the good news that God provides for us. God bless all. And guys, I read that verse and it instantly, everything that I wrote that I just read to you, that was from me and my interpretation of that verse. And it, and it, it stood out to me so clear, like a bright light that you flip on and you can see everything. And I asked God to show me this verse this morning. Opened right up to it. One shot. And he did. And I passed that on to you. And hopefully you see what I am talking about. And maybe you will derive your own interpretation that might be applicable to you and what's going on in your life right now. Either way, it's from God. It's the gospel. And it's the good news. What a way to transition into the Lord's Prayer. So, if you can, folks... Say it out loud. If you're new to the show, what we do is we start off the show before the news and we give honor to God by reading a verse and then doing the Lord's Prayer. So if you know the Lord's Prayer, say it with us out loud. Say it with me so God can hear it from your lips to his ears. And if you can't, say it inside for the Spirit to hear it. Shall we? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Now I know that some of you out there might uh, use the word debts and debtors in the place of trespasses and trespassers. Um... I guess it's just how you learned it. I, I learned it with trespasses. And uh, sometimes I'll say it with debts or debtors if I'm in a place where that's what they say. Uh, and if that's how you say it, then say it along with me. Just just uh, substitute that word. Um, some people say it means different things. Uh, I think that both mean the same thing. They're both trying to get to the same message. Uh, so thank you very much for joining with me in the Lord's Prayer. And now we're going to move into the first and foremost section. Are you ready, folks? Let's slurp our coffee and we'll get right to it. And if you're not a slurper, don't slurp. I have sensitive gums and teeth, so that's how I gauge how hot it is so I don't burn the crap out of my mouth. That's really the honest reason for the slurp. That's the reason for the slurp, folks. Mm. I don't mean to do it, but if I don't do it and it's too hot, <laughs> I won't know how much to drink. I know that's stupid. Maybe I ought to give myself a dumb, dumb award for that. Either way, it's fun, right? All right, here we go, folks. Moving on to the first and foremost section today, you know that we have to talk about the trial of former police officer Derek Chauvin. Okay, where do we start with this? We know that every news station's talking about it. I know that every news station was talking about it last night. You're probably sick of hearing it. It went through all th throughout the night. It probably ran over through 2, 3 a.m. news that nobody watches. And then you woke up this morning and people are talking about it on the news. They're talking about it on the radio. They're talking about it on your favorite podcast. Everybody's talking about it. So um, I don't really want to beat a dead horse here, but I don't think talking about it the day after it happened is really beating a dead horse. I think we, re I, I, I really need to touch on this subject because there's a lot that I need to get across. There's a lot that I've been thinking about, and I want to show you a couple clips uh, pertaining to this verdict that we heard yesterday. So I've been telling you for a long time now, ever since November of last year, that the court of public opinion today and this woke mob is stronger than the court of law. 
It shouldn't be that way. That shouldn't be the way it is. But that's what we have. That's what we have. We have a court of public opinion that is stronger and rings louder than the actual rule and the court of law. And that is a shame. That is wrong. That is not right. Because laws are not biased. They are there for, they're there for a reason. Some laws maybe shouldn't be on the books. Some laws should be stricter. However, the law is the law. And we have to follow it. And we have to follow it, especially when we are trying and convicting somebody of a crime. Unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, this jury was not sequestered. Unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, not only was this jury not sequestered and heard everything that Miss Maxine Waters said and heard everything that Resident Corn Pop and Miss 2% Kalema Harris that nobody in the world wanted in any office, they heard everything that they said. They heard them influencing decisions. They heard them speak loud and clear what would happen if they decided not to go with a guilty verdict on all three accounts. This jury should have been sequestered a long, long time ago. But they weren't. Even worse, I don't know if you know this or not, but a news, a, a, a paper, a newspaper a company up in Minnesota, and I don't have it right here handy who it was, but they actually published and helped dox the jurors leaking their addresses and their contact information out to the public. So now you have a situation where there's no change of venue. The jury has not been sequestered, so they have their own phones and they're hearing and watching everything that you and I are hearing and watching every day. Okay? Their addresses are released for the public. They were doxxed, so they have fear for them and their families. And even the judge probably has fear for himself and his families and all of them have fear for what will happen to their cities if they do not give in to the woke mob and convict this um, man of guilty of all counts now norm most likely most likely he will um, appeal this and most likely it will be thrown out as a mistrial because of that Steps weren't taken in the judicial system that we have in place for exact reasons as this. And now BLM leaders are calling for the hunting down of George Zimmerman from Florida years ago with the Trayvon Martin thing. Now they're, hunt now they're calling for the hunting down of George Zimmerman. Can you imagine if the Proud Boys, the leaders of the Proud Boys, or the leaders of, let's say, the Freedom Keepers, or the Oath Keepers, or the Three Percenters, or anybody like that. Can you imagine if any of them were to call for the hunting down and killing of somebody? FBI would be involved, DOJ would be involved, SWAT team would be involved, the Army would be involved. They'd come and find you, they'd shoot you dead, and they'd put every one of your family members in jail. Period! Exclamation point. You know it, and I know it. So when are we going to stop with all this? And here's another question. The police officer who got found guilty of all accounts yesterday, Derek Chauvin, after watching a lot of the trial, after listening to a lot of the evidence, and after seeing demonstrations of other people having people kneel on their shoulder blades and or their necks, allowed me to understand that there was no, there, there definitely should not have been a first or second degree murder charge. Maybe a manslaughter charge, but more than likely a criminal negligence, if anything else. However, that cop in D.C. purposefully 
shot, and killed Ashley Babbitt. Yet there's no uh, charges filed against him at all. We don't even know who he is. We think we know who he is. Some people have put out some names. But we definitively do not know what the name is of the officer who purposefully murdered Ashley Babbitt. No charges filed. Don't even know who he is. Meanwhile, the court of public opinion doxes everybody on planet Earth when a drugged out person of color gets killed. And some say that he might not even have been killed because of the amount of drugs that were in his system. Even doctors who were put on the stand said that he did not die of any kind of asphyxiation or any kind of uh, knee on the back of the neck. So the facts pointed to one way. The public opinion in the mob made everything point the other way. And he was found guilty of all charges. Now, BLM, Maxine Waters, the vice resident, Kamala Harris, AOC, and the rest of the dum-dums in this world, the take, your, take my ball and go home, baby, cry babies, never were ever, ever punished, never put in a corner, never grounded people, are out there saying this isn't enough, we're not happy with this, and they still burned, they still looted, they still destroyed, they still hurt people, assaulted people all over the country last night. Why? Because they said, oh, we're not taking that pity conviction. That's not enough. We want more. Now, I'm going to show you two clips right now. One from a Republican and one from BLM supporters. And I'm not saying Republicans aren't BLM supporters, but this specific Republican has gone on the record many times against BLM, the self-proclaimed Marxist terrorists that we know as Black Lives Matter. First of all, let me play you this video right here from Fox News' own Greg Gutfeld. And let me tell you my opinions after you watch it. Here we go. And now I'm going to just get really selfish. Uh, I'm glad that he was found guilty on all charges. Yeah. Even if he might not be guilty of all charges. Mm. I am glad that he mm. was guilty of all charges because... I want a verdict that keeps this country from going up oh. in flames. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, my goodness. No. Look, Greg, listen. What do you mean? No, I'm at least being honest. Uh, my, my, ta- my neighborhood was looted. Greg, I don't ever want to go through that again. I heard uh, Greg a few minutes ago, and I got to tell you, I don't know. Greg uh, is off his meds if he believes Excuse that me? there was not Excuse evidence. Excuse me? What, what did you say? What did you say? Excuse me? What did he say? I agree with that guy right there. I agree with the guy who called in. Greg Gutfeld, (laughs) whether he was guilty or whether he was not guilty, you don't say, I'm glad he was found guilty, even if he wasn't guilty, because I don't want my neighborhood to be looted ever again. That is not how the law works in this country, sir. And you will eat those words later on. What a stupid statement. What a a dummy statement for Greg Gutfeld to say. And as a matter of fact, since he said it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we're going to throw it into the rhinos. 
We're going to throw it into the rhinos because Greg is a Republican and I don't have any other thing but a rhino. Do I think he's a rhino? No. Do I think he's a Republican in name only? No. But he called it. He said, let me be selfish for a minute. That was the most selfish thing that I've ever heard him or a lot of people say. I think that was a disgusting statement to to make by Greg Gutfeld. And thank you to Judge Janine for stepping in and saying, no, that is wrong. That is wrong. You do not do that. You don't do that. Now, let me play another video for you. (laughs) This one's going to blow your mind. This is from people on the streets, BLM um, supporters, BLM activists, uh, the public who sympathizes with what BLM is trying to do. And wait till you see what they actually said should happen. And you want to know something? I actually feel sorry. I'm not mad at what these people are saying. I'm not. I feel sorry for them because you can see that they truly, truly believe what they're saying. And if I truly believed what they're saying and what they believe... I might feel like I'm justified in saying it too. Unfortunately, this is CNN's fault. Unfortunately, this is Maxine Waters' fault. This is Nancy Pelosi's fault. This is Chuck Schumer's fault. Unfortunately, this is the left and the machine that is the left. This is their fault at the division that they've caused in this country to keep your eyes and your minds off everything else that's going on and to keep yourself focused on reality TV just so they can stay in power and so that they can get more power, get more money, and destroy this country even further. That's who I really blame it on. So while you're watching this video, make sure you realize these people really honestly think that what they're saying is justifiable and it's disgusting and it's sad, but it's where our country is and it's the state of affairs that we are in. So without further ado, there you go. I'm back in Minneapolis and the tensions are high. The city is about to explode. I'm here to find out what the hell is going on. Burn the whole city down. What does it matter? Do you think the city's going to burn down? Yes, absolutely. No question about it. No. And that'll be the least of our problems. By, by burning all the city down, we'll teach them a lesson? got off, would you support street justice on him? Yes. Y'all should have let them, should have fed him to the wolves a long time ago. How, how many unarmed black people were killed by cops last year? Oh, Any idea? Hundred plus? In just Minnesota? No, around the country. Oh, thousands. Un- unarmed black people. Thousands. Eighteen. Would you consider this a genocide? It's the eradication of an entire people. That's a good question, and now that I've been confronted with it, I'm going to go ahead and say it. I mean, genocide means like the targeting of one race for its destruction. Do you yeah. think that's what they're doing? Genocide of anybody that's not white. Would you call what's happening a genocide? Yeah, I think that's one word for it. Genocide? Yes, most definitely. A genocide? Yes. We've never civil war in this country in order for us to have two genocides. If that's what it takes, then we have to do it. Do we need another civil war now? If that's what it takes, then I believe so. If that's what it's going to take to revamp everything, for everything to be equal, at least equal for us to have justice, I believe so. Will it happen? Probably. What percent of this country are white supremacists? Say most of the country. I can't give you a number, but like... You say majority of the country. Yeah. Should we just gather up the white supremacists and do street justice? That would be ideal. <laughs> Uh, again, I'm not going to say anything that would directly incriminate me, but I would say that would be a good idea. I don't want to say we need to go and start killing all white folks, but it's like, but maybe. 
they need to feel pain in the heart. I don't want to say that we need to go kill all white folks, but maybe. Using words like genocide, they have no idea what genocide is. They have no idea what genocide is. None whatsoever. If there was actual genocide, they wouldn't be able to sit there on the street. No matter what shade of skin color you are, from the darkest to the lightest, and say what they're saying. They don't know what the word racist means. They don't know what white supremacists really are. They are considering all white people to be white supremacists. Again, this is the dumbing down of our youth. This is what indoctrination does. It makes people not really understand the real meaning to the real words. They don't understand their feelings. They don't understand their emotions. And that is why they're saying the things that they're saying. And again, like I said yesterday, or like I just said, I don't blame them because that's the way they were taught. You can't blame somebody who doesn't know the difference and they think what they said is actually really happening, but it's not, but it's not. Now, Greg Gutfeld. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. I don't know if I'd really go to that extent, actually. I do. I did. I have enjoyed Greg for quite a while, but what a dumb statement to make. All right, let's move on, ladies and gentlemen, because we got a lot of news to get to. I want to give away today the very first Smarty Award, and who would have ever thought that I was going to give it to him? Governor Greg, or Doug Ducey, sorry, not Greg, I was thinking about Greg Gutfeld. Governor Doug Ducey, I never thought that I would give this guy a Smarty Award. Where were you during the election? Where were you when things really mattered? Where were you when the left completely and utterly cheated and stole the election, which is what is happening in Maricopa County right now? We are digging to the bottom of it. Where were you during all of that time, Governor Doug Ducey? We all know you're a rhino. No secret. You know you're a rhino. You're probably proud of it. You're probably proud of it. However, I did have to give Doug Ducey a Smarty Award. Why? Because he actually listened to his Attorney General. I've been telling you now for the last week and a half that the Attorney General there, who we've given Smarty Awards to many, many, many times, and I think he should run for governor, has been urging the governor of of Arizona, Doug Ducey, to declare a state of emergency over the border crisis, over what's happening on the border. Finally, Not only did Doug Ducey listen to the request of his attorney general, but apparently thousands and thousands and thousands of emails and calls were made by you, the people, me, people that live in Arizona. They were flooded, flooded with the public's opinion on what needs to happen. And I got to say, God bless Doug Ducey for at least seeing the light and at least doing the right thing this time. And declaring a state of emergency. National Guard troops will be deployed to the southern border um, in Arizona in order to save Arizona from the invasion that is happening right now that the Biden residency not only is letting happen, but is encouraged to happen. Has invited them in order to do this for a very specific reason. Cleanse the white race, get more voters, and become more powerful. That is what they do it for. They have no rhyme or reason other than that. And guess what? They still have not been to the border. They still have not been to the border. So my question is, President Trump, are you going to go to the border? President Trump, you have said that you are probably going to go, and this is the week that you said you were going to go. President Trump, I am asking you and I am begging with you to go to the border. Not only to show Americans who a true leader is and what a true leader is, but to go there and see for yourself what is going on compared to the way it was when you were in office so that you can report to us your findings and what you would do 
We all know you'd go back to the policies you had, but what you would do to get rid of the crisis that Biden has created, because obviously that would take a different tactic than what you were uh, using while you were living in the White House, which, by the way, from what Patrick Byrne and from what Sidney Powell and from what Mike Lindell is saying and what Mike Lindell's new um, documentary showed, that should be no question. That election should be overturned yesterday after what we've seen lately. So, big shout out to Arizona Governor Doug Ducey for doing that, and big shout out to all you Arizonians, is that what it is, Arizonians, for standing up for your rights, standing up for your state, standing up for your people, your fellow neighbors, and uh, and reaching out to him. And um, But now we got to give another Dumb Dumb Award. It is time to give another Dumb Dumb Award, and this is going to go to Stretch Face Armstrong herself. She has way better facelifts than the uh, the one that I just did on my website, but we got to give this to Nancy Pelosi. And the reason why we had to give that to... You know, it's almost funny because I got the, uh, the Swamp Donkey bucket is over there, the Smarty bucket is right in the middle, and the Rhino bucket is over there. And my arm just instinctively goes over there. I was just thinking to myself, wait, did I just throw that in the right bucket? I did. But I wonder why it's just by habit, by memory. <laughs> my arm always goes to that side, <laughs> which is my left. Get it? Left? Lefties? Uh, it would be your right, though. So maybe I ought to switch them so it's your way. And then I'd constantly be throwing, my arm would just automatically be throwing them into the rhino bucket then. Nancy Pelosi and the House voted yesterday to not, I repeat, to not censure or punish Maxine Waters in any way for the rhetoric that she said about this George Floyd trial and what she's been saying for the last three years about getting in people's faces, beef up the confrontation, get in the streets, basically a dog whistle to burn, loot, murder. Okay, no problems whatsoever when it comes to that, though. That's fine. Nancy Pelosi says, what are you talking about? She's a black woman who's expressing her her frustrations. Well, what about just a human expressing their frustrations? What were they doing on January 6th, Nancy Pelosi? What were the people in Washington, D.C. doing on January 6th? Were they expressing their frustrations? Was it okay for them to do that? BLM and Antifa out in the streets, burning, looting, murdering, going to the Capitol buildings of different states, overrunning them, smashing windows. They're just expressing their frustrations. But what about the frustrations of the people on January 6th who have a legal right by the Constitution to overthrow a government that is tyrannical and that gets out of control, right? Were they not just expressing their frustrations? Was Ashley Babbitt expressing her frustrations when the cop murdered her but got no charges? Was Marjorie Taylor Greene, who you did end up censuring and who you did end up holding accountable by her rhetoric and kicking her off all of her committees and also almost trying to get her expelled from Congress, was she expressing her frustrations when she was talking about your gun grabbing and your constant uh, lies and your constant overreach of power by these mask mandates that you're not even legally allowed to impose on us per the Civil Rights Act of 1964 and that little piece of paper called the Constitution? No. Nancy Pelosi and her cronies do whatever they want, and nobody else does anything. Why? Because Republicans have been cowards for too long. We are coming back. We are winning. We're winning in multiple states constantly. You just don't hear about that. You don't hear about that. But we need to do it 
double time. We need to do more than what we're doing in order to balance out the craziness that's coming from Nancy Pelosi and the left. Now, here's another thing I've been wanting to do for a while, guys, and uh, I apologize to those in Pennsylvania. Um, apparently, I, uh, I should have been showing this a long time ago, and it's my fault that I have not, uh, whether it's I oversaw it or, or whether I just did not see the email or I just forgot. But I do want to encourage you folks to sign up for the petition in Pennsylvania. If you live in Pennsylvania or if you even are remotely close to Pennsylvania, I want you to sign up for this petition. And this petition, I don't know if you can do this if you have to be a, a resident of Pennsylvania or not. I'm sure the people who are uh, running this, who I'll tell you about in a minute, will be able to tell you. Uh, but I don't think you do have to live in Pennsylvania to sign this petition. Either way, it is a petition for a full investigative forensic audit of the 2020 election. So I'm going to bring this up on the screen and show it to you right now. It, it, you, all you have to do is go to www.audittheVotePA.com and you will see that in the scrolling text at the bottom of the screen. It looks like this when you go there, audittheVotePA.com. Pennsylvania full investigative forensic audit of the 2020 election. A call to all patriots in Pennsylvania. Sign the petition now. So you do have to be living in Pennsylvania, but there's thousands of you that watch the show that live in Pennsylvania. So hopefully this will get out to you. And by word of mouth, you could pass this around, email it, text it, uh, put it on your Facebook pages, get it out to everybody that you can sign this petition. Now we demand an investigative and forensic audit of the November, 2020 election. No fractional votes, no fractional audits, 100%, no less, no more games. So sign the petition today and, um, and you can, and you'll be able to read it's, it's, it's quite long, so I won't read the whole thing to you, but I will read a little bit to you here. Uh, overall number of inconsistencies, a total of 423,116 votes were removed from president Trump on election day. This has been well-documented by multiple outlets. That is hundred percent true. Um, in Philadelphia, uh, in, a, in Philadelphia County, where 1686 precincts, in 270 of those precincts, 97% of or more votes were for Joe Biden. This is an unprecedented outlier. According to a statement released on December 28th by Representative Mike Jones, there were 170,000 more ballots cast than there were voters that actually voted. That is 100% true. To our knowledge, none of these irregularities were investigated or resolved due to the fact that this data surfaced after Secretary um, Bukvar and Governor Wolf certified the election results. According to an article in the Washington Times, over 21,000 dead people who were still showing up on voter rolls prior to November 3rd of the election. Out of that number, 12,192 were listed as active voters. This issue was taken to court, but no investigations were ever done to confirm the dead voters were in fact not attached to the recorded ballots. Also, you will find that the reference page, a link you will find on the reference page a link that includes a list of dead voters along with their referenced obituaries who were recorded, voted on the PA track, my ballot website before it was taken down on November 21st, 2020. Voting machine issues and many, many, many more, ladies and gentlemen. And here, right here, see these numbers? Look where my cursor is. Trump, 1,690,589. Biden, 1,252,537. All right. And you can just keep going and keep going, but you definitely want to sign this petition. And, uh, uh, this, this whole thing that I was just reading to you is from Tony L. Shoopy. And I don't know if I say Shoopy or if it's Shoop. I apologize for saying that wrong. I know I've said it wrong before Tony. So I apologize. Um, 
But God bless you for doing this. Audit the Vote 2020 election in PA. And again, it's www.audittheVotePA.com. And it is in the scrolling text below, just in case uh, you missed it. Okay, definitely. If you live in PA, go sign that petition. Moving on, ladies and gentlemen. Joe Biden signed an executive order banning the federal use of words Wuhan virus to describe the Wuhan virus. So uh, hold on, let me just read the rest of it. Joe Biden signs the executive order banning a federal use of the words Wuhan virus to describe the Wuhan virus. Ladies and gentlemen, you can't do that. You cannot do that. You cannot sign an executive order. Matter of fact, all of your executive orders that you've illegally signed while being a resident of the White House corn pop um, are illegal, every single one of them. But this one is definitely illegal because you cannot violate First Amendment rights by saying Wuhan virus when we know that the virus came from Wuhan. You can't do that. Spanish food, Mexican tacos, Spanish flu. <gasps> what about that? Oh no, French fries. <laughs> You know what I mean? Can you not say these things? Mm. You want to know why? Because Corn Pop works for China. China calls the shots, and you can see it in everything that President Biden does, everything he says, everything he signs. And I hope federal employees actually file a lawsuit against uh, the Biden administration for the violation of their First Amendment rights by saying that you cannot say Wuhan virus in any federal employee, uh, in any federal capacity whatsoever. If you are an employee of the federal government, you can't do that, Joe. Um, I know you, you, you like to perjure, uh, you know, commit perjury. Um, I know you like to, um, uh, constantly like to, um, steal other people's words and write them down for yourself. I know you have no idea what the constitution says or means. Remember the, we hold these truths to be self-evident that, uh, all men were, you, you know, the thing, the thing, you know, it's, we got to mobilize and, I have to mobilize out there to cure international depression. Right, Joe? You're wrong. You can't do that. That executive order is illegal. It goes against the First Amendment rights, and I hope somebody takes you to court. Now, speaking of election integrity, like the PA uh, audit here, hold on. I do want to go over something with you real quick, which is electionintegrity.org. You might want to go there. www.electionintegrity.org will tell you that they have found another 12,547 votes that were illegally cast in the 2020 election in Georgia. That's right. Electionintegrity.org found another 12,547 votes that were illegally cast, proved, they have proof of it, in the 2020 election. Now, 12,547 exceeds the margin of victory, which was just over 11,000 in the state. So, if you have 100% proof that 12,547 votes were illegally cast, but you don't know for who, right? They could have all been for one guy, they could have all been for another. But you have found that 12, over 12,000 of them, over 12,500 of them are illegal. And the margin of victory there was just over 11,000. Then I, as a common sensed American, somebody who went to do, who went through regular math, not common core math and not racist math, but you know, regular math, one plus one is two, two plus two is four, you know, just simple stuff like that. I'm not a rocket scientist and I'm definitely not Albert Einstein, but I would say that if you found 12, 1,547 illegal votes and the margin of victory was only 11,000 some odd, then nobody knows who the winner was. There is no definite winner 
of the state of Georgia. Now, we know who the actual winner was, but if you're just looking at the proof on paper, that doesn't make any sense. So again, check out electionintegrity.org and share it with your liberal friends who said that there was no fraud that took place. Moving on to Judicial Watch. Now, we've talked about Judicial Watch and Tom Fitton quite a bit here. We've given him the, the uh, Smarty Award of the day. We've emailed him, we've called, and we've thanked him so very much for the work that he's doing in order to get the right information into the right hands by submitting FOIA requests and actually winning, much like Jay Sekulow does. Now, the Judicial Watch and Tom Fitton have provided nearly 600-page report that included uncovered emails from... Um, conversations between Food and Drug Administration FDA employees and the California-based biomedical company Advanced Bioscience Resources, or ABR. So again, in, in layman's terms, Judicial Watch, through FOIA requests, have uncovered a 600-page report that included emails with conversations between the FDA employees, Food and Drug Administration, and California company called Biomedical uh, or Bioscience Resources. Okay, the email revealed that the U.S. government, this is going to make your stomach turn. The emails revealed that the U.S. government had been buying and trafficking, quote, fresh aborted baby body parts. That is disturbing. That is disgusting. That is ungodly. That is inhumane. Okay. You, when you find conversations that the federal government is literally buying and trafficking, quote, fresh aborted baby body parts, then you come to understand why Planned Parenthood is given so much federal funding. You understand why these people want abortion to stay around so bad. You understand the real reason for Roe v. Wade, and it has nothing to do with anybody's health. It has nothing to do with anybody's emotions. It has nothing to do with my body, my choice, because if that was the case, abortion would never be allowed anyway, because the baby should have a choice. Okay, It has nothing to do with any of that political crap that you hear day in and day out. It has everything to do with money and power. And when the federal government is involved in buying, selling, and trafficking fresh, quote, fresh baby body parts, ladies and gentlemen, now you know why there's been a real genocide on the unborn. That's a genocide, BLM. A genocide is when... Hundreds of millions of potential lives were snuffed out because of my body, my choice. But really, because Planned Parenthood works with the federal government to buy, sell, and traffic fresh baby body parts. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. Man. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I want to give you a... um. A Smarty Award. We got to give another Smarty here. We're almost out of time, so we got to get going here. Um, next Smarty Award of the day today is going to go to Representative Leo Biasiucci in Arizona. Now, we talked about this guy before. Leo Biasiucci. Hope I say it right. Biasiucci. <clears throat> he is in Arizona, and we talked about him before. We talked about his bill before, which was HB 2889. This bill would, uh, when he authored it, would make it so illegal 
for sex trafficking, child pornography, production or, dispu- uh, or distribution of any kind of videos or anything like that, any kind of child pornography or sex trafficking in any way, this bill would put that person in prison for life. I am pleased to give you the update that um, Rep- Representative Leo Biasiucci in Arizona, his bill 2889 has passed the Arizona House 51 to 1 today. 51 to 1. Now, if you are convicted of a child uh, sex crime, sex trafficking, child pornography, or the production distribution of any kind, etc., you are going to prison for life, and Arizona is ready to put an end to human sex trafficking. So now that bill moves on to the Senate, we expect it to pass there by an overwhelming uh, majority as well, and then on to Governor Doug Ducey. So if you live in the state of Arizona, reach out to your representatives, reach out to your state senators, and say that you want HB 2889, that's HB 2889, passed into law right now, because we will put an end to all of this. Last story of the day. Remember yesterday I told you of the Stanford study by the, I think it was the NCBI, which is a division and an arm of the Federal National Institutes of Health. I gave you that uh, Stanford study that said masks are not only completely useless to prevent against COV-2, SARS, or COVID-19 virus, but they are actually very harmful to you in many, many ways, not only to your physical being, but also your mental wellness, okay? That was a study put out by Stanford, by the NCBI, a division of the National Institutes of Health. But, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take it one step further because now we've uncovered that a second study was done on this that corroborated and actually um, compared with this study and, and, and validated it. But the, the big issue is, is last year in June, this study was done and was actually put on the website of the CDC. But when Dr. Fauci started saying everybody in the world needed to wear masks and we needed to shut down everything so that we could do mail-in ballots and all this other stuff, they took it down off the CDC website. But it was up there last June. So let me share my screen with you so you can read what I read. How about that? Here we go. Second study, this time from CDC website, confirms Stanford study on face masks being harmful cause serious side effects. Let me fit this to the screen a little bit better so that you can read all that I'm reading. There you go. All right. It has been brought to our attention today that a report was published at the Hayride in March that is similar to our report yesterday noted below. In March, the the Hayride reported on, uh, on the results of another mask study posted on June 10th, 2020 at the CDC website. This study confirms our reporting from yesterday that masks aren't just a nuisance, but can cause serious health problems. The article recently uncovered was published by the CDC, and it states in black and white that the side effects of wearing a mask specifically related to the masks trapping carbon dioxide or CO2. The article states that the masks cause breathing resistance that could result in a reduction in the frequency and depth of breathing, known as hypoventilation. In as little as an hour of wearing a mask, the article further went on to elaborate elaborate on the side effects of increased CO2 concentrations in the mask where that include headache, increased pressure inside the skull, nervous system changes, uh, increased pain threshold, reduction in uh, cognition. That's why Joe Biden is the way he is. (laughs) Because <laughs> he wears his to bed. Altered judgment, decreased situational awareness, difficulty coordinating sensory or cognitive abilities, 
or I mean, a, a cognitive abilities and motor activity, decreased visual uh, acuity, widespread activation of the sympathetic nervous system that can oppose the direct effects of CO2 on the heart and blood vessels, increased breathing frequency, increased work of breathing, which is results in um, breathing through a filter medium, cardiovascular effects, diminished cardiac contract, contractility, vasodilation, of peripheral blood vessels and reduced tolerance to lighter work loads. Ladies and gentlemen, these are studies done by actual doctors, Dr. Fauci. These are studies that you can take with you. The Stanford study and this one here, you can take these with you and you can go to your your local city council board meetings where they're going to impose a mask mandate for no reason whatsoever, like they're trying to do in Claremont, New Hampshire next Wednesday. And unfortunately, I'll be on the road, but my wife will be there and maybe they'll let me zoom in, you know, because of COVID scare. Maybe they'll let me zoom in. I don't know, but I'll let you guys know the emails that you can reach out to to let people know at the city council here in Claremont, New Hampshire, how much of a stupid idea is that they're doing this, especially when they said they were going to follow all state regulations when Governor Sununu put a mask mandate in. Now that he retracted the mask mandate, they said, we want to put one in Claremont, New Hampshire, a citywide one. Why? Why? When we know that they don't work and the studies show that they're completely useless and they're causing massive problems. Man, I'm almost glad that I'm here on Rumble saying all these things and getting it out of my system. (laughs) Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it today for the 11 a.m. live from America. I want to thank you so very much. Um, I want to apologize to the people in Pennsylvania for me having to postpone me coming to Pennsylvania. Um, This uh, whole schedule of this bus was, you know, agreed upon a long time ago and when they came out and said hey we have to be here on November or on um, April 23rd I had to go there uh, but I will come back to Pennsylvania I'm very sorry that I had to postpone that um, I will be in Atlanta Georgia this Saturday working my way to Texas with Real America's Voice News and my friend in Real America's Voice News contributor Ben Berkwam and we'll be making stops along the way. I want to thank you so very much for all your support and all your donations that have helped facilitate that. You can go to jeremyherald.com and click the donate button. You can become a monthly, weekly subscriber, or you can just um, uh, do a one-time donation. I appreciate that. Anything that you buy on the store helps for that as well and helps for the growth of this show and the fight against censorship. And we are getting money into the hands of family farmers by a percentage of everything you do buy on the online store. Also, sign up for the newsletter. And if you're having a trouble, uh, if you're having problems, geez, Joe Biden, if you're having problems finding me, just scroll down on my front page of my website. You'll see a whole bunch of different logos for different social media sites, Rumble, Parlor, Telegram, all those. Click those, and it'll bring you right to my page. Remember, folks, there are right ways. There are wrong ways. But there is only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. God bless you and I will see you tonight at 5 p.m. Eastern Time for more Live from America. God bless you guys. Have a great, wonderful rest of your day.